been? I've been good. I think I went for my, uh... Nice fucking, nice fucking shirt, dweeb. How do I sound, by the way? Star Wars. You, you, found, you sound fantastic. Sound smooth. It's really nice. What are you eating? Nothing. What is that? Chocolate, you fat fuck? Nothing. Uh, Oreo? Yeah. It's Oreos. Ew, you eat, the, you eat the skinny part before the, the good stuff? The cream? Cremele. <laughs> <laughs> that's disgusting, dude. Ew, that's disgusting. Oreos. I, had, I haven't had Oreos in like a year. It's a nice gaming chair too. I'm waiting for I'm waiting for my chair to come in the mail. Oh, you didn't get it yet? No. I got I ordered the Secret Labs one, the Batman one. Mm-hmm. It looks sexy as fuck. Oh. Yo, let me let me stand up. Let me see if you've been working out. Let me see. Did you get slimmer? All right, turn sideways. You look the same. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch. Uh, <laughs> that, that muscle right there, dude. <laughs> yeah. No, but you would you would definitely beat me in an arm wrestle. Like I got mm-hmm. not it's just like it's like it's a log. It's not like a a, a balloon. <laughs> so Yeah. I, I honestly haven't been working out as I used to, like for the past couple of months. Mm. Um well, like obviously, there. Yeah. Yeah. obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man. It's tough. Mm. Isn't it is. How's it going? How was work? What do you do for work, by the way, for the audience? So I, hang on, what she texted me. Okay. So I, uh, I'm an organizer for the Amy Kennedy campaign and title only because I help out with a lot more. Like when you hear organizer, you think like a field staffer, but I do a lot more like insider. I'm basically a mix of everything except finance and comms. So I do political, I do field. Uh, event creation, event staffing, all that stuff. So I'm right. more than ju- I'm more than just like a door knocker. So got you, just more but, than a yeah. But like today, like the thing we need help with most is phone banking. So I made a hundred phone calls into a Latino specific mm. universe because I could speak Spanish. So. Wow, mm-hmm. that's impressive. One hundred yeah, people. You. I could barely talk to you. Remember, I didn't talk to them. I called the hundred people. I think maybe fifteen. Oh, hours. they didn't answer. Oh yeah, boy, that's it's it's wrong numbers. Disconnects not homes. That kind mm-hmm. of stuff. So. Yeah, I, I get these text messages ever so often, uh, thinking like people think I'm this guy named uh, Alejandro or something. Oh yeah, I know what that is. So like we have a we we use a mass texting service. Like is that that's what you're talking about, right? Like a mass. No, texting people service. just say people just say like I remember I got this um I got this voicemail from this guy in Texas. Um, saying that he he's having uh, surgery in a few weeks because he has a uh, cancer or something like that. He has a tumor, oh, and he he called me up and left me a message and things like that. Like, hey, I know I've spoken to you in a while, Alejandro, but just want to say I'm gonna go under in a few weeks. Um, I just wanted to like <laughs> like basically spilling spilling his guts and everything like that to this guy who he thinks he's talking to, and I'm like, dude, I have been ha- had this number for years. Like, I don't understand why. Um, you're calling me, like calling this number, you know, mm-hmm. but, um, I felt bad. I called him back and was like, Hey dude, I think you're calling. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> cause dude, the dude has cancer. So <laughs> I, I, I at least owe, owe him the, owe him the, uh, fact that, you know, the person who he's trying to reach is not going to get that message. Oh man, I'm, I'm so sorry to hear about your, your tragic, tragic situation, but please don't call me again. Yeah, true, true, true. No, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck <Right>. off. <laughs> Fucking leave me alone, please. Thank you. I'm trying to be here sitting across the street from uh what was it we were talking about? What restaurant? We're talking about like they, they put like a Popeyes or something across the street from you or something like that. Put a Chick-fil-A across the street from oh, uh, oh, down the street. Yeah, yeah. So freaking annoying, dude. Yeah. So many people out there just waiting for Chick-fil-A. Is your roommate home? He is. Nice. Say wow. hi to him today. Barely, yeah, a little bit. Nice. We talked for like ten minutes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Dude, yeah. Um, but yeah, that sounds cool. What's your name again? The candidate. Uh, Calvin Ferrera. <laughs> no. <laughs> Amy dumb. Kennedy. Amy Kennedy. You fucking. Any, any relation to the d- dynasty? Yes. Kennedy dynasty. Yes. Well, was he by marriage or something? Are you trying to get me on record or something? Is that why you're? <laughs> no, no, I'm just asking genuinely because I don't, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, her husband's is it by Patrick. marriage. 
Yeah, so her husband's Patrick. She was a school teacher for 14 years. She's a local. Her family was always involved in mm-hmm. Atlantic County and South Jersey politics. But her husband's Patrick Kennedy, and he's a, he was a congressman in Rhode Island for almost 20 years. Uh, he's the son why, of Ted. Why is he and he running? Oh, he's, he's already been congressman for like 20 years. I think he's, uh, yeah, time to. He's time to die. Yeah, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know how old retire. he is. He's, okay. I'm not old he is, but he's nowhere near like old man age at all. He's, oh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, I don't know, maybe late 30s, early 40s. Can't really nice. tell. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, I'm really bad and 20 with years? He's been in congressman, Congress for 20 years. He's like 40s? That's no way. Yeah. He, so he's a congressman. At, I mean, I guess if it's, you're a Kennedy. Probably mid 40s, I think. Yeah. yeah if you're a Kennedy, you probably just come out the womb of No, but they're, they're amazingly nice <laughs> you people. Me? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you could come out the room with congressman. Like I'm running for president when I turn 35. <laughs> Calvin Ferrer, ma- Calvin Ferrer majored in being a congressman. My major was Congress. Yeah, that's my destiny. My yeah, destiny you, is to rule over you peasants. What's what are up? you? Uh, what are you gonna run for? Um, I would have run like. What do you mean? Like my ultimate goals? If I ever tried to run for office, or like no, just what are you, beginning what are you out? For? No, this this cycle, this November. What are you running for? <laughs> Oh, this November, I, I'm running for, um, uh, uh, how old do you have to be to be mayor? <laughs> I don't think the mayorship, I don't think the mayorship is up this year, though. I think it's up next year. Oh, okay, um, you should run against them. You, you speak out as a member of the minority community, you'll just head up to those rights. <laughs> I, I, I think it's, um, I think uh, it's Bill de Blasio's last term, thank God, you know. Um, oh yeah, I forgot you lived in the city. You don't live on like one of those little stupid small towns or something outside of it. No, no, exactly. I live in the yeah. important part. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not important if you're there, but yeah, <laughs> you're fucking roasted, kid. <laughs> you ain't shit. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no. no, but I, I, um, I, I live in the city because I work here, so. It's more convenient. It's um. Lots oh of yeah, what, what do you do engineer. for work, Akeen? What do you do for work, buddy? Uh, what do you mean? <laughs> I don't understand. Like, repeat the question. I'm what practicing my for... politician talk. What's? No, no. <laughs> repeat the question. Uh, next question, please. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, for sure, for real though. Uh, yeah, like Bill De Blasio. Is a, it's a, I don't know him. I don't know him. I don't know Bloomberg. I just know the one thing I really like was that Bloomberg got uh, smoking restaurants outlawed. Mm-hmm. He, did, he did that thing. That's the only thing I know about it. I'm a yeah. big fan of that policy. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't like, I didn't even realize like people smoked inside restaurants up until, <laughs> until like mid 2000s. Like that's a, that's a thing they <laughs> continue to do. Like, what is this? Yeah. Like, I, I, yeah. If I even see a cigarette, I just start coughing. Like I don't have to inhale it. I just see it like, <laughs> It's just like, look, I, I'm like, not like most people. I don't mind the smell of cigarettes. I, they, they smell like, they smell like burning grass to me. Like it's just, it's whatever. But um, to avidly sit in a room covered in smoke for an hour is asking a little too much for me. Yeah. yeah. I can't, I, I can't stand, I can't, I can't stand the, just the, any part of it. Like it, the chemical and, and it, it just, it smells like death. You know, that chemical in, uh, I believe it's called nicotine. Yeah, nicotine, whatever that I, shit is. I believe it's called moist. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can't, I can't, I don't know. It's just like, yeah. Not a, not a fan of cigarettes. <laughs> I think, honestly, if I were like ran for office, I would probably ban cigarettes. Uh, I probably, I probably like taxes out of out of existence. You can't, you can't ban them, man. They're selling for like eight and a half bucks a pack, and I know the lobby, the yeah. lobby is so strong. But yeah, I, I strongly, I think, I think cigarettes are a provide, public. It's a yeah. it's a public health um, emergency. Yeah, I, it kills people. Um, well, it 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 doesn't it doesn't provide any kind of benefit. Like there's no, no benefits from smoking cigarettes. None. No, not at it all. It calms your nerves. Like the only reason it calms your nerves is because your body has become dependent on it. It's yeah. The only reason. Death uh, sticks, and then you your lungs become black. Yeah, exactly. It's not like like at least marijuana has medicinal uses, but cigarettes, it's nothing. Yeah, don't get me started on marijuana. All right. Um, All right. So, so drank my so, beer. I'm good to go, buddy. Guys, what, that, uh, wasn't, what, that was in beer. That was Lacroix. What? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? What policies are we talking about tonight? Oh um, man, um, dude. It, yeah, it's been it's been terrible in the city. I'm watching 
images now of someone getting arrested in New York City now. Why don't you just look um, out your window? I know, right? They were right. They were they were outside of my um uh my build my building like two days in a row. Um, it's it's kind of annoying because we are in a pandemic. People should be social distancing and being cognizant of what they're doing, wearing masks. But I just see hundreds of people or thousands of people just on top of each other all every day, and it, and it's worrying. Um, it is worrying, but Akeen, you're saying you've never, you're, so you've never come anywhere close to anybody. You've never brought anybody over your apartment, never gotten close contact or anything like that? During this pandemic? Yes. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I laugh like that? You're <laughs> like, <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> no, no, I, I um, honestly, I haven't even seen my family in person in so long. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah I'm one of those. How's your fan, by the way? Do you know? Have you Good. I was, just, I was just FaceTiming them before I got a phone with you. You are way more connected with your... I mean, I've, I live with my parents for now. And I'm, getting mm-hmm. a home, I'm getting a home in November, so it's not be, It's not like I, I'm like a bum. But uh, <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. Like I, I'm do, I, I do well for myself, and I'm very, very financially um, aware. But you hear, that, you hear that, ladies? He's not a bum. Get yourself, no, that, get you, get yourself a guy who calls himself not a bum. Not a bum, so vote for me come 2024. Uh, she's so I what was I saying before all this? Where was oh, yeah, so you're in touch with your fam and you FaceTime them, dude. I just text and call them, so I'm like, I'm so 1990s with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm not a big fan of texting or or um or messaging people, I'm a, I'm a fan of FaceTiming and calling, me too. And also, if I had to text somebody, I'd usually do it through Snapchat because I can see when they leave me on read. That's petty it is petty as fuck because like if i type something that's really funny i expect a haha i don't <laughs> like <laughs> if, uh, okay if i say something really funny i i better get a laugh like it's just like real life man yeah yeah so i feel you yeah um, it's tough um yeah i don't know um i just feel like texting is like so much work you know it like, really like, is, like, yeah. like with talking is just like, I, whatever I say, I say, I can't take it back. I can't really think about it too much. Just talk, you know, but texting no. is like, fuck, I got to respond to this person. Oh yeah. For me, it's just like, I'm like, I'll usually, when I text people, I'm like, I'm laying down or relaxing and then mm-hmm. you don't want to be bothered, but that's all texting is. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, I, I get, I get the text messages. I was like, oh yeah. Okay. I'll respond to this person as soon as I'm done, whatever I'm doing. And then I go to sleep for eight hours and wake up the next morning. And be like, oh shit! That's what's yeah, wrong. it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's um, yeah. But um, so do you have any political aspirations after you're all done with this? Yeah, being better than you. Oh, is that a political aspiration or is that life goals? It's both. Uh, political? No. Uh, I'd like to work at a district office for a little bit and then hopefully become a lobbyist or government affairs professional. Excuse me. Your your goal in life in life to be is become a lobbyist. Yeah, I, I want a scumbag. No, I want it's the best. I'm inter- kidding. There are there are good lobbyists out there, folks. I'm no, sorry. No, I can't think about this right. So you're always taught, oh, there's the public and the private sectors. Well, lobbying is literally the joint between the two. Think about it. You have. No, I, I consider that private sector. You, it's more private than public. But you have yeah. companies that want to go to people that don't understand the public, the public sector by publicly elected officials. Senators. Mm-hmm. Well, you're saying you're saying the, the senators don't understand the private sector? No, I'm saying the other way around. Private sector, they don't know how to convince or how to approach a problem when yeah, just looking for them. legislation. Excuse me? <laughs> Say blackmail them. And, uh, no, no, no. It's not, but it's like... You, want these photo, you don't want these photos to come out, do you? <laughs> well, it's like... The, okay, so like, it's like this, right? So you could theoretically defend yourself in court mm-hmm. if, you ha- if you wanted to. But why not right. just get an expert that knows the ins and outs of all the laws and proper procedure and who may have a previous working experience with the judge, right. that kind of stuff. It's the same thing. Same thing. You could, you could do it on your own, may not be as effective, may not get what you want. Yeah. You need millions of dollars. That's where to, scumbags to ha- like to have come your, in. Yeah. Yeah. You need millions uh, of dollars. Citizens United, you need like millions of dollars to have your voice heard. You know, yeah. dollars matter. Dollars equals voices, folks. If you yeah. don't have money, shut the fuck up. Am I right? Yes, <laughs> precisely. That's the that's the whole that's all it is, man. That's all we do. 
That's cool, though. And what, I, if, what about you, Akeem? What do you want to be? What are your political aspirations? Uh, jokes I have no. I have no political aspirations at all. Really? No, none whatsoever. I, I want to be a leader in business. I always think. I always thought that uh, the best way to uh, enact change is to have a lot of influence. Um, and I think business has have the most influence on the world than. Uh, well, I'm not going to say that. It's, it's, it's um, debatable. But in my opinion, I think I would best be, um, I would best help, you know, enact change the way I want it through business. You mean clout? Uh, <laughs> business. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, business. And especially in the industry that I'm in, I think it's... Um, we got a lot of problems. <laughs> we, got, we got this virus. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a lot of bad people. Yeah, I know. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i don't know who you're trying to like pretend to be but um i don't know <laughs> yeah but basically china yeah, yeah, I don't know, yeah. No. China. And, and i think having an international back like business exp- uh, exposes you to a lot of international deals and a lot of uh, a global mindset that i think that a lot of politicians don't have sounds good sound like a hippie too mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm a global citizen I'm like, I believe that I believe that we should like all come together as a world that these boundaries and borders they're just just figments of our imagination you know I study international relations yes public policy <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I don't know any public policy majors I don't know anybody that is going to public policy to grad school at Duke to be honest they all sound the same <laughs> Yeah. Like all these majors and all these like graduate school programs, they all sound the same to me for some reason. Um, I don't know why. Maybe <laughs> I'm a lot more scared to go to them because then like you're paying like two hundred thousand dollars for a fucking master. Right? You get a master's degree, you pay a hundred thousand dollars for a master's degree, and you get paid thirty thousand dollars a year. <laughs> it's like, yeah, 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 what the fuck is that? Like, why do you need a master's degree in the first place? Yeah, I don't need it for my line of work. I feel like for business, you don't really need it either if you're set on making your own business. So. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I'm studying for uh, I'm studying for for uh, practice like exams <clears throat> to go to business school. Um, Didn't you go to business school at Rutgers? Yeah, but to get my MBA. Bigger business school. BB. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I um, I'm like, uh, I was going to take the GMAT, but I'm debating between the GMAT and GRE right now. Um, why not the LSAT? I'm going to be a liar. <laughs> oh, my God. There's too many. Um, of them. I, I heard I, I read this statistic that lawyers are, are, are like depressed. Yes, they hate their lives. They mm-hmm. really hate their work. And also, they don't get paid that much anymore. There's too many of them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, yeah and, and I've been and I also, especially with my mom being in working for law firms, I, I've been in a lot of law firms and it's very boring. Well, you know, unless you're working for a corporate uh, company, but the work yeah. is the work seems boring still. But. Yeah, no, the work is always boring, and you're mm-hmm. not out of it till you're fifty. So I'm good. Yeah. And then I'm you become eye. a politician. Exactly. That's why I enjoy what I do. <laughs> a lot of people, a lot of politicians, go to law school to be yes. a politician. They think. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like the whole, I think I think the the cookie cutter um, pathway. Um, to being a politician is um, going to college, studying history or English, and then taking your LSAT and then joining a, a firm. Yeah, that's. I would say it's about that, and it's because mm-hmm. they give off the perception of understanding U.S. constitutional law, which I yeah, mean, yeah. They, they, and then they don't give a fuck about it because they just go on cable news and pretend it doesn't exist. I know, right? Like, uh, speaking like, of, uh, did you read that that um, Tom Cotton uh, opinion article from the New York Times? Yeah, I saw that. I saw that on Instagram. Somebody posted on their Instagram story. It wasn't you. It was someone from like my old hometown. Uh huh. Yeah, I didn't post anything on my Instagram. Yeah, no, I I didn't. uh, I didn't. I didn't read it. It was a waste of time for what I do. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I I I read it. Um, I was surprised that the New York Times, um, published the opinion piece from Tom Cotton. Yeah. For for those who don't know, Tom Cotton is a Republican senator from Arkansas. Oh, I forgot we were and, recording. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't, you, I you, didn't, you didn't say anything too uh, bad. No, um, I, didn't, I don't care. I was like, whatever. <laughs> no, but um, Tom Cotton is a United States Senator Republican from Arkansas. 
he wrote a, a opinion article on the New York Times that that basically uh, said that we should we have the troops ready and we should deploy them if necessary. Oh yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah I was trying to. I remember. Um, yeah. Like we need to. Basically, he was arguing that um, like a lot of people, a lot of these cities um, in in America are allowing lawlessness to occur during these times, and that we need order. And if like these mayors like Bill de Blasio can't uh, keep the public order and protect people and pro- protect the property, then perhaps deploying the National Guard or federalizing the National Guard um, might, uh, might help. Might. And, uh, you know, um, because, because a lot of the, because a lot, the, the thought is that a lot of people are taking advantage of the situation with the pro- peaceful protesters. The majority of people are peaceful protesters, but there are outside groups. And I just read that um, Justice Department had reason to believe like outside organizations like Antifa and also foreign countries are instigating um, these violent uh, riots and and whatnot. And they're they're basically hijacking the message of the peaceful protesters. Um, Uh, I mean, to me, it's about as believable as Trump being a lizard. So what do you mean? I don't know. I just I feel like this is just natural anger from people being pent up in their houses for three months. I, I think so. Like I think that's yeah. a part of it. I think is I think I don't think is as simple as a one reason. You know, I would um, agree. It's not. It's I didn't. And if there are agents out there, part of anarchist groups, I do not yeah. believe. Like, you know what I mean? That yeah. First of all, I just think so many. I, I think yeah. I think that no people like I get into them, but I think that um. Yeah, people just want free Nike. People just want to go and get some some shoes. Like that's what they like. Like yeah, that's you have people that way. And then you also have people who just want to cause destruction. And you have people who are actually legitimately angry um, about you know being at home, losing their job, be like being in, in an economic circumstance that that was, that was no fault of their own. Um, but you also have people who were upset prior to all this stuff. There are see, I think people. I think people mistake this as a new thing. I think that uh, in this country, there has always been an under underbelly of a, of a, of feelings of pent up rage that people have with authority. Yep. And, and now that they don't have jobs to go back to, they can, they can go on as long as they like. That's a sad truth, right? Right. Yeah. 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 And, and now, now not having those distractions, not having TV shows, not having bars and liquor and stuff like that to distract them. You know, they are, I mean, not, we, st- not, we still have liquor. Come on. I mean, yeah. <laughs> there's like, yeah. like, why play? Why, why play GTA Five like on video game? We could just do it in real life. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, um, you saw right the the cops' murder charges were upgraded, and then mm-hmm. uh, the other three got convicted. And um, this is now. Yeah, and, and here, and I, I think you and I might differ from this, but um, I think like seeing these images of these places like Saks, Saks Fifth Avenue, which is a few blocks from me, um, yes. being uh, protected by plywood and barbed wire and private militia. Yeah. These are images like we're in a war zone, you know? And, and it's, very, it's very sad to see our, our leadership not taking control of the situation. And I don't recognize this city, you know? Yeah, and I mean, I, I so obviously the closest city I live to is Atlantic City. Uh, we had some rioting here uh, uh, two days ago, but I showed up the morning after to help clean up, and there was nothing to clean up. That's that's how like few windows are broken in and stuff like that. Now in a city like New York City, I could only imagine just you know the because there's just so many more businesses and streets, how much plywood you're seeing on the front of these places yeah. and how unrecognizable it is. I don't know. Do you do you? What do you think? When do we go back to normalcy? Um, I think that um, this is complete speculation, but if I were to guess, and, I, and I'm really just pulling this out of my ass, um, if I were to guess, I would say probably the week before July 4th. I hope you're right, because then that's around the time the primary ends, and we can probably have a victory night. But mm-hmm. um, I, I don't think I don't think it's going to be a normal. It's going to be a new normal, but it's not going to be this this ridiculous just anger and frustrations and just lawlessness that we see now. 
Yeah, I would. Yeah, I agree with you there. I don't. Uh, I think at some point it's got to end. This is just probably going to be the most prolonged rioting we've probably ever seen. Uh, yeah, and I don't know about that because I think the news cycles nowadays are 30 news cycles per week. And eventually there's going to be something new that drops and it's going to be something new to focus on. And as we start reopening, people are going to be more distracted and people are going to um, go back to work uh and do stuff and, and have fun with each other and stuff like that. And I don't think it's, you know, people aren't going to have time for all this. Stuff. I just, uh, my heart goes out to those folks that, uh, that don't have jobs to go back to. That is probably the toughest situation to imagine to be, mm-hmm. to, to be so powerless. So, um, but yeah, I hope the same thing. I, I do hope we open up. I hope we go back to a normal world again. And between you and I, I mean, it is a virus. It is a microbe. You cannot see it. So it, it probably won't be going away for quite a while. And I don't know if we're ever going to go back to the way life was before February, um, you know, where you don't see people in masks everywhere and stuff like that. So, yeah, I, I mean, I, I know, like for me, example, my job has extended our work from home throughout the end of the year. So despite everything opening up, I'm going to be home <laughs> working. Um, and I, a lot of people don't have don't 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 have that luxury. You know, no, I was um, I was picking up. Um, my food from a restaurant downstairs and just to have these people still having to come to work physically and just prepare your food for you like I tip them I tip them every day like every time I have to tip them well because I know that they're risking their health to for my benefit yeah then they're considering essential work and I love this new thing now because Mm -hmm. it brought me back to who we appreciate in our in our society exactly and it's funny how the people who are cash registers cashiers and in stock stock um what do you call them when they uh, stockpile they stock the stock the shelves yeah stock the yeah. shelves and everything like that before yeah. this they're called low skilled they're called minimum wage they were called uneducated they are considered essential workers right now and i think because of this i think we're going to relook at who um who who really do matter to to the production and productivity of our of our country you know and and hopefully they see hopefully businesses see their market value and hopefully they get paid more i am uh yeah that last part i was just about to touch on and it's going to get a little political but i'm just going to say um in the upcoming heroes act that was passed in congress hopefully gets passed in the senate sometime soon i these folks that are just risking their like think about it right how many people if you ever go into a shop right how many people have gone through there every day one of them has something, some kind of yeah. sickness to them. And yeah. these folks are expected to be out there and they're not even being paid enough to live on a normal wage. It's unacceptable. So these folks that keep the economy moving, you think of things you don't think of every day. It's just like breathing, right? You mm-hmm. breathe naturally. You don't think about it. But then when, you're, when your airflow starts to get circulated off, then you start thinking about how tough it is recording every breath. Now that the economy has become strained, we start to realize that those people that are stocking the shelves, those cashiers, how else would you get your food if there was nobody there to readily stock it for you? Yeah. Now you think about it. So um, kudos yeah, to them. I, I, yeah, kudos to the healthcare workers too, mm-hmm. big time. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I hope people recognize that. And I think in business, I think that people, I think as a business leader, um, they're going to have to uh, look at how those workers are treated and those wages. I think, I think the market works itself out. And as, as people realize these are more dangerous jobs and these yes. are more frontline jobs, they're going to become more scarce and on demand. And I, in the, in the same token, I believe um, teachers and policemen. I think anyone who has to be on the front line of any groups of people um, needs to be paid more. And yes. um, our government needs to, our government can't control Whole Foods and, and CVS. Yep. Well, our government can control these, our local governments can control how much teachers and policemen and firefighters and EMTs get paid. Yes. Um, I, I, I think especially nowadays in the circumstance we're living in, um, we should definitely <clears throat> consider raising their pay. <clears throat> yeah, I would, uh, I would absolutely agree. Um, police, fire, EMT, uh, medical personnel of all sorts. Um, I would also say, uh, I mean, they may not come in direct contact with a lot of people, but the, the, the truck drivers, you know, the Teamsters, 
mm-hmm. to keep the well, truck drivers are being replaced by all these autonomous. Uh, I know, I know ideas that's going on. Yeah, but I mean, she's and you can only imagine how hard the, those lobbyists are fighting. But um, yeah, like it's uh, yeah. all these folks that just keep the economy moving when otherwise everyone's being told to stay home. God bless them. Uh, mm-hmm. I could, I, I'm going to personally attest here because I've been working with um, the sheriff's department here in Atlanta County. Is that a lot of them? So you, you think about all the senior citizens, they don't have anybody to go to. They don't have anybody left they can depend on. So they're just old people at home by themselves. Right. Um, their spouse may not be around anymore. That kind of, like a really sad situation. And they can't go out to get their food because they're, uh, they're medically at risk. Who does that for them? Well, at least here in Atlanta County, the, the Sheriff's Department has been doing that. They've been handling deliveries to senior citizens and veterans, that kind of stuff. So kudos. And I'd have to imagine that um, law enforcement, um, medical personnel, uh, vol- a huge volunteer base everywhere around the country is doing the same thing. So kudos to those folks that look out for others, even in a time like this. Yep, for sure. Yeah. Calvin, Calvin for uh, Congress. <laughs> <laughs> I need your vote. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, but um, I'm looking at, but thing is, yes. now this brings me to my second point. I was in a, and I was debating whether or not I should do a podcast today because of uh, what's going on uh, in our country. Yes. Um, well, we just but, talk about what's happening, right? Yeah, and but the thing is, this podcast <clears throat> is entertainment, and it's not supposed to uh, not supposed to dip into real talk. But yeah, exactly, it's hard to ignore what's what's uh, what what people are going through right now, mm-hmm. and it's visceral. It's anger. You. You can feel it. You could cut it with uh, with scissors, um, and thing is, I was upset with the when I was reading about what on what going on with um, George Floyd in, in Minneapolis. Yes, <clears throat> and I was upset with um, you know the officers, and and they were obviously wrong. And I think one hundred percent of people in this country see these saw those images and, and saw the circumstances and mm-hmm. all agreed unanimously that that was disgusting and uh that was wrong and we should do something about um this fixing our justice system on on and have accountability yes and reinforce that um and people are protesting not just for that instance but they're protesting for many instances, many instances for, of, of injustice mm-hmm. that has been in display, that has been recorded or not recorded uh, throughout many years. Now, the thing is, with that said, I can't help, I can't help but to scoff at people who try to make this politically charged rhetoric based off the death of this man and based off the pain, visceral pain that his family is going through and using this as as an opportunity to bash one side or the other. And I've been looking at my Facebook and I've been looking at my Instagram and I've been and friends of mine, I, I consider them to be friends of mine, man. And I just can't help but to feel just disgust when I see people attacking our fellow citizens because they have a viewpoint that differs from you. Yeah. And it's not like they hate you. It's not like they have hatred for a group of people. They are expressing a viewpoint and they're expressing their opinion. And to attack someone for expressing their opinion by saying, if you're not with me 100%, then you're my enemy. That is a dangerous thing to do. Because from there, if you don't allow an open dialogue, if you try to shut people out, you're going to be surprised the day after an election and, and someone beats your guy and you're like, wait a minute, I didn't know our country was like this. Well, you didn't know our country was like this because you didn't allow people to speak. 
Mm-hmm. You 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 held that you 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 made them hold in their frustrations and and what they think that should be done because you thought you had a more holier than thou viewpoint that you that your opinions were the most virtuous thing on the planet that you know best and that's a very dangerous uh thing to happen in our society and i've been seeing it and i've been seeing it in the most the, just the stupidest ways i've been seeing memes i've been seeing photos with four sentences on it that's supposed to articulate some complex idea or, or point and social media is such a dangerous thing because people think that it's a way to illustrate points and it's just a way to turn off a lot of people. But, um, that's just what I think. I, uh, I think in a time like this and on a situation, which by the way is super emotional and I feel for the Floyd family very much. So I don't think you fight divisiveness with further divisiveness. That's probably the worst thing you could do. Um, with that being said, to be, and I'm a, I think you'll agree with me on the accurate terminology for the folks that you're referring to. I don't think being tone deaf and being tunnel visioned is going to solve anything. Um, so when you say one thing to your friends, your family, whether it be through social media or verbally, um, and you just refuse to listen to anybody else, you're not doing your side of the argument any favors at all. Yeah. You have to be willing to listen. And you have to be willing to constructively criticize as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, all these, I'll, yeah. yeah, all these things about you know if you don't agree with this, unfriend me, or you're getting yeah, blocked if, you, yeah. if, you, if I see you say this. And I'm like, who, you, who, you, who the hell do you think you are? Yeah. Half the stuff, most of the stuff I see from these people makes me cringe. Right? <laughs> it makes me my like the skin crawl of the stupidity yeah. that I see online. But oh. I don't unfriend them. I know that their heart comes from a, a noble place. You know, I just think I, they care. They care yeah. a lot. And they love people and they are very sympathetic and they're angry. And I get that. And that's why when I see their posts, I think to myself, they're angry. Uh, they have a viewpoint. They were raised a certain way. Let it just let it go. Things will like. People, people will come to have a conversation soon, you know, mm-hmm. in, a, in, a, in a civil way. Yeah. Um, but um, I don't go ahead and like, oh, fuck this guy. I'm not unfriend because I don't like what you just said, you know. I like things that challenges my opinions, you know. I like having people around me that differs, that, that has, has a different opinion than I do. You know, it makes me feel uncomfortable. That's good. Mm-hmm. You know, the world, but, the world is not uniform. Exactly. Yeah. Like if I can, if I can listen and, and, and look at your bullshit, then you can listen and look at other people's bullshit. Okay. <laughs> Cause eventually if you go down that road, you're going to be talking, you're going to be only, no one's going to be listening to you. Cause you're going to be the only one there. Mm-hmm. And Akeen, I think this illust- and I'm going to put this in a, I know exactly what you're saying. I'm going to put this in a way that I think everybody's going to relate to. Mm-hmm. You don't, you, you know, those people and we've all dealt with them where you can say anything mm-hmm. and they will disagree with it. No matter, even if you're right, yeah. even if it's in the law, I'm not kidding you. I literally, we, I was in a group of people. Mm-hmm. It was over discord. And someone said, someone said, like, let, let, let's explain what discord is for our viewers. Oh, yeah. 60% of my viewers are female, by the way. Okay. So discord is like, oh my God, the voice crack. That's also not impressive. But, uh, <laughs> what a great way to lead off a statement. So discord, discord, voice. discord is basically think of it. It's like, it's basically a chat room, except you can talk, you can join, talk to whoever you want live. You can have your own private servers. There could be public ones, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. So I'm in a private one with some of my folks that and they, usually we play this to play video games, right? We yeah. Use yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's very, very easy to just join and you can play video games while you're in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's that this night I wasn't playing, but um, I was in a group with them and there's this one particular guy that ever since I was probably 13 has done nothing but disagree with everything I say, even if it's in law. 
So when mm -hmm. I decided to correct something somebody else had said in the group, I'm like, well, it's actually NJ statute that blah, 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 blah. He said, <laughs> no, it's not. I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll link you the article. You prove them wrong, even in front of others, and they still disagree. So I'm just further illustrating your point that if you feel very passionate about a subject, the best thing you can do is listen. It's not constantly speak, right? Mm -hmm. It's a two-way street. You can't just constantly run your mouth about how you feel about certain viewpoints and expect to not receive feedback, especially if you're a loud person. I'll right. leave it at that. I'll leave it at that. Anyway, I'm, I'm ranting now. Go ahead. Yeah. By the way, can you, can you hear like an AC running in the background? Is that too much? I thought you could hear. Is there anything in my background? No, it's probably like random clicking and shit from. My no, no. Like, like you can't hear my AC because my AC seems pretty. No, bad. I don't. No, you sound. Okay, cool. All right. Um, Let's get into the nerdy talk. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Um, Just so that yeah. way you can, you can decide whether you want to go with the serious conversation that's kind of philosophical or we go. With no, this is all going into the podcast. I oh, think God these genuine. It is genuine I, I think it's needed like i mean i have many other episodes i can go and use to do other stuff but okay. this is a, a moment where people want to i think it would be tone deaf for me to ignore yeah like, um what, yeah what's, what's happening so that's why that's why i decided to do the podcast i understand i understand the pain that people are going i completely understand mm -hmm. it and i'm there with them too uh, there was a march in Violent today. There were hundreds of people. Um, I was there among it because I wanted to, and I experienced both sides. And then you were at the protest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, pro I mean, when it's it's a shame because protests now with social, the, with social distancing. Oh no, I, I I kept you know. With thankfully, I think for the most part, folks respected each other's distance. Everybody mm -hmm. had masks, from what I saw. But it's yeah. a shame that protest is now synonymous with rioting. And it, and the, thankfully, this protest was done peacefully, respectfully. Um, right both the law and the folks protesting completely respected each other. That's right. the best way to do it. Inspirational. Um, and then of course I showed up afterwards to help clean up alongside law enforcement at a different protest. So mm -hmm. um, it's, you got to experience both sides. Anyway, let's move on. Go ahead. You're next. Move on to what? <laughs> I don't know. Don't you have some fucking lined up for us or something like that? I don't know. Oh, fuck you. I don't know, man. I, think I, work, I, work, organized. I, I worked all day. I came back to this shit. How I dare mean, I you? worked. I worked too, for the record. Worked. Um, worked, huh? Yeah, worked. What'd you work on today, buddy? Oh man, I can't say. But um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, we we. I wanted to have you on because of uh -huh. um, you know, basically some news that's going on with some entertainment and whatnot. Um, okay. so okay. we were, we were talking about, we were talking about, um, did you get HBO max by the way? Was it, is it out? Now? You can see how out of touch I am now this past week. Why is it out now? Yeah. You've... No, but I, I will look come July 7th. I will, but no, I, yeah, you told me about it. It sounds fantastic, but no, I've not gotten it yet. My parents are upstairs watching something else. No. Is it good? Yeah. Fantastic. Um, there's, um, you, the Justice League Snyder Cut is, is supposed to come out on HBO Max next year. Yeah, but that's... So, <laughs> yeah, it's next year. So it's like... But I've been watching, like, Looney Tunes on HBO Max. Oh, really? So, yeah. No. They have new episodes of Looney Tunes. I've just been on it. I don't know why, but for some reason, those cartoons are hilarious. That's um, all, folks. Yeah, but uh, basic. So we were talking about Batman v Superman. So... Yeah, let's go. Over the phone. So I, I, I loved Batman v Superman. Right. I liked it. I liked it a lot. Yeah. I hated Justice League. I passion. Yeah, yeah. So the thing is, the thing is, I don't know whether or not Jack Snyder's vision was different from from what we saw. So those of you who don't know, Justice League was a movie that came out in November of 2017, mm -hmm. but halfway through the production, Zach, Zach Snyder, the director had to take off because of a family emergency and someone else came in to do, finish the film. Mm -hmm. um, the film that came out, the final pr product in the theater was a hot flaming pile of trash. Yeah. Um, people then speculated that there has been a director's cut out there that was the real film. And it was confirmed that he had a different vision than what we saw in the theater. And now um, the company that I work for, 
<laughs> Warner Media. After after like they have a disclaimer, guys. Say more. <laughs> yeah. Um, they came out and said announced that Zack Snyder is finally we're going to have uh, the the Snyder cut of the Justice League, and I'm excited for it. <laughs> um, I just have a concern about about um, if it's going to be good. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I saw them images of Dark Side. They could mm-hmm. be very okay. Yeah, that's the thing. I think anything will be better than what I'm. What... There's your noise. What are you doing? What are you watching, boy? All right, one second. You hear me now? Yeah, but it's not the same mic. It's a different microphone. I hear you. Oh shit! I'm sorry. Did it just flip over your mic in the middle of production? Get back on that blue Yeti, boy. There we go. Okay, there we go. You got it back. There you go. Better. All right. Um, All right. Again? Uh, I was just going to say, who the fuck cares about Steppenwolf? Who fucking cares about that? Like, I think I it's think, all CGI. Like, it's not yeah. interesting. But I, th- I think Steppenwolf was a part of it. Uh, was yeah, a part yeah. of, of the vision, but I don't think he was supposed to be the main. Thing. I agree. Yeah, no, you totally. It's totally fine to include him, but like you can't. And I heard make... Dark Side was going to be in it too. Yeah, and that's like that's what we all want. Like mm-hmm. you, you give us the death of Superman so early, but then you can't show us the main villain at the point you're supposed to. Yeah. Like too if early. You look at, yeah, yeah. If it. you look at the comics and you look at the animated um, movies that they came out with, it all always started with Flashpoint. Then Justice League War, when Darkseid comes for the first time, they get, he gets repelled, and then we start going into the Batman stories, the Superman stories, and then Darkseid comes back. Uh, Apocalypse. Um, um, actually, actually, the Doomsday was something uh, that Darkseid sent. Yeah. So that's, that, so that's something that differed from the what happened in the DC universe versus the Batman v Superman, like in Batman v Superman, Lex Luthor put it out there, but I think he was manipulated by Darkseid. Yeah, no, he was, he was under manipulation. If you look at the, the, the ultimate cut, director's cut. Um, but yeah, but other than that, Batman v Superman was great. Um, I I have, I have, I have two complaints. I'm just going to cut, but I don't know if you're going to move on. Let me just go real quick. Uh, first off, um, even after uh, Doomsday had been taken down the first time and no, and then they killed him the second time, both of those forms, like you look at the comic book Doomsday, he looks badass and cool. This mm-hmm. thing looked like a mutant ninja. Like it, it really did look like a mutant ninja turtle. It looked yeah. like a troll from one of the uh, Lord of the Rings movies. Yeah. Previous. Like it did not look like the Doomsday that we all know and love, like remotely close. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it was an animated pile of shit. You could have made it much cooler. And second... Uh, I'm going to say what everybody was saying, you know, death of Superman was just too early. You can save that for a mm-hmm. later point where it has a lot of impact, yeah. not the second or third movie. But other than that, it's fine. And for me, it wasn't even that big of a complaint. I, I trust Zack Snyder. I believe he had a much bigger vision for it going forward. Yeah. My, yeah. my favorite part of this whole DC movie universe is Wonder Woman. I think they nailed Wonder Woman. Oh, the the movie or the character? No, like the character in general. Like oh, okay. every 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 thing is every movie I've seen Wonder Woman in, including her own movie. I thought she was great when she was introducing Batman v Superman. That was like one of my favorite parts when she when she when she came in and then like blocked the shot from Doomsday with her her um her arm bracelets, whatever it's called, wrist guards. Yeah, um, yeah, that was just so badass. And the music came in. I work out to her music. Maybe, maybe I'm just biased, but I feel the same way about uh, Jason Momoa and Aquaman. Like that, I, I feel I feel the same way. Like that's just how I feel about him. Because like every time he steps on the screen, he's like, I'm like, I want to fucking follow that guy. I like Gal Gadot mm, too. I agree with yeah. you on Gal Gadot, but like the, that same fandom you have for Wonder Woman, I have mm-hmm. for Aquaman, the the new version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just how I feel. But yeah, yeah, well, Aquaman's great. Thanks, um, man. <laughs> I, I'm not going to say anything <laughs> bad about anyone. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Let, let's hear the. I know you have them. I'm I not going to say anything bad. I I love all the DC properties, and including Warner our Brothers. favorite and, and, orange, and Warner Brothers. Orange. <laughs> you could talk to fish. <laughs> what? Even our favorite superhero dressed in orange, I can talk to fish. Yeah, man. Even him. 
you know. <laughs> uh, I, I would love to see Ben Affleck as Batman again. I would love to see Henry Cavill as Superman again. I think that's going to happen. I um, <clears throat> but uh, yeah, I my, but my favorite part is Wonder Woman. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> a fanboy. A fanboy. She's a, yo, she's a tough. She's a tough. Oh, this is a bad poem because I just realized. But she's a tough gal, man. Uh, she, her name's Gagabdoke. Yeah, I didn't. I, I was gonna say, but cornball. I mean, man, we all, we all know the story, right? Over from um, over from Israel, two years mandatory mili- mandatory military. Yeah, service. she's a badass. She's a bad. Yo, she could fucking kick my ass. I yeah, swear, sure. God. Love yeah. that. Anyway, love that. Thanks, man. Love anyone, that. Anyone who could beat up Calvin is uh, mm-hmm. okay. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or beat up me. why you say that oh because you've been working out oh (laughs) i've been working out oh no um yeah but uh i am uh uh, i'm I'm just so disappointed a lot of these movies are being delayed because of this shit um like we were supposed to get mulan in march we were supposed to get we were supposed to get um black widow in may and then we were supposed to get Wonder Woman in July. Now, now we haven't got Mulan. We haven't got Black Widow. We we know we don't know when the hell we're gonna get Wonder Woman at this point. Um, I'm just very disappointed. Yeah, I understand. Like, I, I totally get why they have to. It just it sucks. It still sucks. Um, but to be fair, even if it did come out, I don't think movie theaters would allow us to go in a key. Damn shame. Yeah, some movies yeah. I gotta watch from home though, so I don't know. Really I fucking hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Not illegally, but I, I, um, also want to make it known: you should never illegally watch content. Support the content, folks. Yep, always. Including um, this podcast. Make sure you subscribe to Spotify Premium. <laughs> Apple Music as well. Apple Podcast too. Oh, Apple Podcast. Subscribe, leave a uh, comment and, and all that good stuff. Don't but yeah, it's been great. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> <You're welcome. laughs> yeah. Oh, man, I don't know how I'm editing this one. This is a long one. Uh, but it, it, it's great talking to you, Calvin. Um, I think I'm going to end it. He- I'm going to end the podcast here. Sure. Um, it's been great having you on. I hope we can talk about things in the future hopefully more exciting and more fun things <laughs> yes yeah um that's the plan, that's the plan. all right guys thank you so much for listening to this segment with calvin uh you enjoy this episode have a good weekend stay happy stay healthy stay golden <laughs> <laughs>